If you're feeling the need to be nurtured and your emotions are running high, it's because we've entered water sign cancer and we fall and rise with the tide. So plug into yourself, dive deep and within to find all that you crave to uncover and remember your roots and open your heart to the support of our full moon mother. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello, hello, and fantastic full moon vibes to all my witches, my wizards, sisters, misters, all my magical folks listening, and all of those that are a part of the Magic Moon Phase community. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here again. And thank you for the extra time to put the Speckelkach on this episode. It is, as always, a pleasure and an honor to be here with you. And I appreciate your support, your sharing, your listening, your subscribing, following, and being here listening to my badass voice on this microphone. We are currently feeling the full moon vibes of cancer, as well as some other rad stuff that we'll get into later in the episode. A full moon usually concludes or or brings things to completion or, you know, you're celebrating what you intentionally started to grow during the new moon phases roughly two or so weeks ago. So to bring it to these opposing signs, you've got Cancer, which is the mother of the zodiac, all about nurturing, familiarity, safety and security, very highly emotional, very highly intuitive, ready to dig deep into those sacred shadow spots. It's the sacred feminine, and it definitely has a lot to do with our ocean tides, with the cycles of a menstrual, you know, with women's cycles with the moon. Uh, the comfort, the emotional overload, and the outbursts are, are known during Cancer moon times. In opposition with Capricorn, you've got the logical and practical, very disciplined, very a, a master of your outer world with Capricorn. Whereas Cancer is a master of your inner world, Capricorn is the master of the outer world. So you've got these opposing energies that are actually quite similar when you are looking at that they are both trying to stay responsible for building a foundation, Cancer within, Capricorn without. They are both really reliant on the legacy Cancer with family and Capricorn with whatever it creates and makes in the physical world. So when you're playing with both of these high and low energies, high energy of Capricorn being very intuitive, very in touch with his emotions, high energy of Capricorn being very disciplined, logical, practical, and focused, whereas the low energies of Cancer are almost overly emotional, very prone to outbursts, or not in touch with your emotions or your intuition whatsoever. The lower parts of Capricorn are being judgmental and overly concerned with outward approval. So looking at, are you concerned with outward approval? Are you emotionally outbursting? What parts of yourself do you hold in the high vibrations and the lower frequencies of both Cancer and Capricorn? This full moon is meant to illuminate both of those energies, high and low, so that you can keep what you want and leave the rest. Let it go, Kokomo. And within the full moon, right, we're meant to celebrate, we're meant to release, we're meant to use this full moon lunation to illuminate pieces of ourselves that we either want to keep or release on the next leg of our journey. We're being called to soften. Within this full moon in Cancer, we're being called to mother ourselves and nurture our souls and realize that we need to take care of ourselves first in order to take care of the others around you. 
it's time to really embrace the cancer water crab and dig in with intuition. Dig in and go deep. Go real deep, though, and get that stuff that you've been craving to release because that makes room for better, makes room for more, makes room for everything that you want in life. Use this time to shift. Use this time to create space to release the lower vibrations of the energies and use this time to illuminate exactly what it is in your life that needs to be released and what you need to grab more of and bring into your life. So what if I were to make an altar with some cancer correspondences? Well, I got you, boo. The colors of cancer are white, ivory, and silver. So let's see, uh, also copper. So if you want to use some metals, silver and copper are really good for the cancer moon. Crystals to use or uh, carry with you or meditate with are, of course, moonstone, rose quartz, and rhodonite for your heart chakra. The heart chakra is huge when it comes to cancer and the moon, of course, because we're opening our heart to being nurtured, to being comforted, and to open our heart to those deep-seated emotions that we are covering up or not looking at deeply enough. Selenite is good for clearing all of that icky, nasty emotion, as well as sodalite, the stone of truth, right? Uh, Another thing about cancer is if emotions are going to be really running high during this full moon, to really watch your tongue or think think twice before acting or reacting. Um, With these emotional outbursts, we're quick to talk or quick to act. So reel it back a little bit. And with sodalite, it will help you to communicate much more clearly. A lot of these emotional outbursts are going to require a lot of clear and concise communication with another party. So to have that sodalite and that selenite, that rose quartz on you whenever you need it, just to speak your truth, stand in your power, as well as show self-love, compassion, and self-worth. Scents. If you're looking for some scentsies, uh, jasmine, lavender, and chamomile. Uh, Chamomile is a great tea to use during uh, cancer season, as well as what's called tea bay or bay tea. Bay leaves are amazing for anxiety, amazing for diabetes, heart health, and for just calming oneself down. So creating some tea out of chamomile, chamomile or bay leaves would be an awesome way to connect to these energies that are naturally flowing around you. Why not drink some tea and connect into them, you know what I'm saying? Just drink some tea, chickadee. Come on. Some fabric, if you're going to put a fabric over your altar or if you want to wear a certain fabric. Of course, it would be silk because that is the closest thing that we have to water in the fabric realm at this time. So a little bit of silk. Whenever I think of silk, I think of that um, TLC creep video when they're wearing those silk pajamas. Yeah, so I creep. Yeah, just keep it on the down low. A little bit of silk for you. I was always T-Bods by the way. I was always T-Bass. I had my hair cut like her once too. Took a long effing time to grow back out. Let me tell you what. Some flowers that you can add to your altar or keep within you or put in your bath that we'll get to, your bath ritual, are peonies, lilies, hydrangeas, and white roses, right? We're doing white or ivory. So a white peony, a white rose, those would be phenomenal flowers to scatter or, as I said, have in your bath. Some goddesses that uh, you might want to call in or give gra- give gratitude give gratitude to are Demeter, the Greek goddess of harvest, Isis, the Egyptian mother of the pharaoh, as well as uh, she's known for fertility as well and life cycles, rebirth and death, or Parvati, Parvati, the Hindu goddess of fertility. Now I'm doing a lot more education on 
gods, goddesses, deities, Greek mythology, where a lot of our planets and everything came from, our constellations, where all of the astrology stemmed from. I'm doing a lot more education on that. Um, so I'm learning a lot more. If you have any other goddesses that would be great to look to during the full moon in Cancer, please share them with me on magicmf.com or shoot me a Gmail to magicmoonphase, F-A-Z-E, at gmail.com. Some symbols that you might want to add to your altar, right? Sorry, side bay. Ha ha, tangent. Some symbols that you might want to add to your altar are, of course, the moon, the crab, and water, right? Those are three major symbols of cancer. The crab, moon, which is home in cancer. The moon is home in the fourth zodiac sign, house of cancer. And water, because we are sinking into the deep, deep depths of our souls to bring up those nasty shadows to say, hey there, see you later, sucker. Right? We got to have those shadows. Got to have the dark to make it light. It's the darkest before the dawn. It's going to get worse before it gets better. You've heard those before, right? So some other rad ways to plug into this energy. If we're looking at comforting things, right? How about we cook a comforting meal for ourselves or our family? Bring the family into it. Of course, cancer being the sign of family and the mother archetype. Hey, call my dukes. Bring her fly self into it too. Why not? Hey, Ma, get your ass over here. And if you don't have the capability of speaking to your mother, write her a letter. Put a picture of her on your altar or anyone that symbolizes the mother energy archetype to you. Invite your mother to dinner, whatever that may look or feel like to you, sweet soul. On the flip side of that, though, within all these emotional outbursts, I do want you to keep your uh, your eating on check. Keep your eating in check because... When we crave comfort, we crave comfort food. And a lot of the time, our comfort foods are not the best foods for us, if you know what I'm saying to you. So watch your eating habits during this cancer, very emotional full moon time. Another way to plug into the moon energy would be to find solitude in yourself. Acceptance starts with being okay. You know, uh, being alone was a really difficult thing for me for a very long time. I always wanted to fill my time with Netflix or distractions, take the dogs out, la 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 la, friends, call my mom, call my dad, call my brother, call my sister, call my baby daddies, uncles, cousins, brothers, cousin. Whoever it may be, I filled my time with other people because I've always felt that I never want to be alone. My record was no one wants me. So I always filled my time with people who I knew wanted me around. Well, that in turn never gave me the opportunity to be safe and secure within myself, to find solitude as a place that I enjoy being, so that I'm not lonely, that I'm just alone, right? Um, If you're thinking about self-love and self-worth, that's really where it stems from. Self-love stems from the acceptance of being alone with yourself, of liking and loving yourself so much that you're okay with hanging out with your badass. Very recently, did I look in the mirror for the first time and say, wow, kitty, you're pretty much the coolest person I know. Not saying that to be vain, but that's where self-love starts. Self-love isn't vain. Self-love is not selfish. It is necessary to move on into the next phase of badassery. So being okay with solitude, being okay with going into yourself and dealing with your emotions and creating space for what it is that you want to be, do, and have by working through the bullshit, working through the shadows and working through the shit that you know is holding you back that you know is holding you back. And it just went in some part of your body when I said that because you know what I'm talking about, sister, mister, wicked wizard. You know what I'm talking about. Self-love and self-worth both start with self. Hmm. If you're not okay with being alone with yourself, 
That is definitely something we should start working on, Donkey Kong, or else we're never going to level up. You know what I'm talking about. You're going to have that stuck in your head all day long. You're welcome. As I mentioned earlier, thinking twice or not acting or reacting quickly. Emotions are going to be running high, Cancer. It is the most emotional sign of the Zodiac, the mother. So many emotions are going to come to the surface, outbursts and very emotional, maybe even crying your face off, howling at the moon, as I mentioned. It's okay to have your emotions running high, yet pulling back and looking at it. Non-reaction is the root of every new journey. When you react, it is playing a story or it's just, you know, like a, um, a gut reaction. When you do not react and you step back and flip the switch, that is control. That is discipline and that is you gaining control over yourself and the way that you go in the world or the path that you choose. So really think twice. And also within that, you know, with emotions running high, cancer is a time of family and relationships. So if outbursts happen or if you start to want to yell at or react to someone in your life, speak clearly. As I mentioned earlier with the sodalite crystal, Clear communication is going to be absolutely integral during the Cancer Moon phase and beyond, right? Some of the uh, things that we're putting in action, some of the intentions and the things that we are working on are going to still have this energy and still keep moving and working and grooving and boom shakalaka-ing until June. So think about that, what we're putting into the arena, what we're throwing into the ether, the boomerangs we are sending out are going to gain energy and gain momentum for the next six months or so until June. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. And let's move on. Another way to plug into the Cancer Full Moon energy is to keep your soul squad close. Keep your friends close. Keep your relationships, your trusted advisors, your mentors, your spirit soul squad, your coven, the people that you know don't judge you and support everything you do within reason. Support you in whatever you do, boo, right? Keep them close because Cancer is all about family, familiarity, comfort, nurturing, and keeping your soul squad, creating boundaries, and spending your energy and time on people and places and projects that fill your soul, though. So keeping those people around you, your higher vibrational people, is very integral during this time because when we dive deep, when we get into those shadows, it's easy to get stuck down in the muck and down in the shit show. So keep those people near you that will pull you out from drowning, will pull you out from the depths, and will keep you looking up to the sunshine. All right, all right. Let's get to a couple rituals, and then I'll let you go. I try to keep these semi-short, because I know you're listening to them on the way to work, or you're listening to them right before you start doing your full moon rituals or whatever. I'm not trying to take all your time, but I just want a little snippet of your time to uh, put some flavor in your ear. What kind of rituals are we looking at for the Cancer Moon? As I mentioned earlier, howling at the moon or crying, punching, uh, you know, not something, not someone, punching a, a punching bag or a pillow, letting out those deep-seated emotions, cry it out, howl, get loud, get nasty, and just let it out. Scream, cry, and be your loud wolf self. That's a, uh, it might feel weird, it might feel a little bit goofy, yet, Releasing that deep-seated anger is an amazing feeling to release 
safely and securely within the energies of the full Cancer moon, that nurturing, supportive energy. A ritual that you can do, how about some yoga? Or if, if we're going to be moving our body, there are some specific yoga poses that can be done. One is called the cobbler. Yes, one is called the bridge, which we possibly know the bridge. And another one is called the fish. Now, all of these, the cobbler, the bridge, and the fish during this time can be supported. For example, take the bridge, the supported bridge. If you were to be laying on your back uh, and then you lift your butt up off of the mat uh, and then put two yoga blocks or blankets or something like that underneath your hips, you would be able to rest on your hips or rest on those yoga blocks and do a supported bridge. Knowing you're supported, that's kind of the energy that we're bringing into this yoga pose or yoga phase or yoga flow, if you will, for those of you that do yoga, um, to have supported poses during the full moon in Cancer will definitely plug into that supported, nurtured, mother archetype energy. So the cobbler, the fish, and the bridge are some great supported poses that can be used during this crab water energy. Another one is called the crystal release or the shell crystal release ritual where with this one you grab a broken shell or a rock or a crystal that you no longer need or use and you infuse all of your negativity and whatever you want to release into that piece of earth, into that shell, rock, or crystal. And within doing that, you are releasing anything that you don't want to carry with you because then after you release all of that energy into that rock, shell, or crystal, you are going to throw it back to the earth or you are going to bury it back into the earth or throw it into some water, even better, throw it into a stream, a lake, um, or anything that can revive or change that rock or crystal with you know, for example, if you throw it into a river, the, the river in the current is going to change the appearance of that rock to metamorphosize it and transform it into something else. When you throw away energy, it is used for something else. Energy is just energy. It is not good. It is not bad. It is just power. That's all it is. It's energy and you can do what you want with it. You can bend it. You can use it. You can leave it. You can throw it. You can grab it. You can do everything you want with energy as long as you believe in what you believe you see. As you are sending that stone, you know, or crystal or rock or shell into the water or back into the earth, make sure to thank it. Thank, thank that energy for the lessons that it taught you. Thank that energy for being there and helping you grow. And thank you, thank it for releasing itself and for being okay with letting itself go. And you be okay with letting it go. So that's a really good ritual. Um, another one, of course, as I mentioned earlier, is a bath. If we are in a water sign, a bath is a phenomenal way to cleanse, to nurture. I mean, imagine stepping into that hot, warm bath and feeling that safety and security of the mother archetype to be very restorative, to be very comforting with intention. You know, throw some oils in there, maybe some jasmine, some lavender, some chamomile, as we mentioned earlier. Throw some chamomile tea, tea bags in there. Um, some bay leaves, as we mentioned also earlier, or drinking that bay tea during this bath has amazing properties. And when we do it with intention, it makes all the difference. Say a cleansing spell. Say a, I wipe my slate clean to fulfill my dream. Whatever it is that you want to make up or say, whatever feels good to you, take what you want, leave the rest. That's how we do it. And whatever you send out comes back to you times three, or at least that's what I believe is the power of three. If you don't, no problem, but just know that no matter how many times it comes back to you, whatever you send out will come back to you times one, three, or 3,000, depending on the intention that you put into it. Magic, making a genuine intentional change. Bing! Another one we can do is the decluttering ritual, right? Of course, home. 
family, declutter, making sure that your feng shui and your chi flow are all radola. Um, Another one that I usually do during the full moon in Cancer is to take water or full moon water that I've made from other full moons and put a cup or a, a receptacle or a small bit of water in each corner of my home. What that does is it clears the energy and it definitely creates a space of flow so that I feel much more nurtured, supported, and comforted within that mother nature, mother goddess energy. Another one you can do is a heart chakra opening meditation. Now, Cancer and the Moon uh, rule the heart chakra, or you know they are very well associated with the heart chakra. And a lot of the times with our rose quartz and all that jazz, we're just looking for self acceptance. We're looking for self love, self worth, and that really starts with self. The root word is self. If we are not comfortable within ourselves by being alone and looking at all of the deep shadows, we will never be comfortable within self-love and self-worth. So working on that self is a huge one and opening that heart chakra. I mean, if you want to visualize pulling out your heart, open it up, open it up, open up your chakra, pull out your heart, start taking a jackhammer to all of the freaking stones and walls and barriers that you've built around your heart from all the trauma and crisis and, and put it back in and feel that openness, feel that relief, feel that compassion and that empathy, right? Cancer in the moon is all about empathy. If you're an empath, you're really going to feel some major feel feelings, right? Being empathic is a gift. And at times, if you're not in control of it, a curse. And we're all going to feel that empathic nature during these energies of cancer and Capricorn. Getting a hold of and a lock on your emotions, making space for them, looking at them, putting a magnifying glass to their badasses, and either releasing them or working on them, working within them, and using them to transform into what you want to do, be, and have. Now, as we move into the age of Aquarius, we are being asked to look more at the collective, more at what we can create individually and plug into the collective within, right? Age of Aquarius, us. There's going to be a paradigm shift happening. There's so many so many movements in these astrological entities that it's almost overwhelming. Yes, and, and I'll say that. Honestly, it's overwhelming. Uh, but just know that you are being given an extremely beautiful opportunity to change your world within, which will change your world outside. As we look at changes, as we look at growth, change starts from within you. And then that frequency emits and ripples outward. It starts inside and then goes outward. So if we're searching for something outside to fill the voids inside, it will never happen. Filling those voids of self-worth, being enough, having acceptance of self and, and love for oneself are where the high vibrations start and ripple outward. It's just amazing how much energy you have to work with to change your life, to change the trajectory of your career, of what you believe, of where you're going, of who you want to be and what you want to surround yourself with. The energies that you have around you are natural and able to be plugged into from anyone that is willing to take the time and the intention to make the space for your emotions, make space for rituals and your spirituality, your connection to yourself and the powers around you that are naturally all around your fly ass. So with that, sisters, misters, witches, wizards, and all my magical folks, I again thank you for your support. I thank you for your for listening, for your time and your energy, and for for your excitement in knowing that every new episode is something new and different. It's a new energy and it's a new ritual, a new intention. 
you know, that wraps up our full moon in Cancer mixed with the opposition in Capricorn. I know that was a lot of info. I know that that was uh, a big cookie to have bite by bite. Yet I'm hoping that you are realizing that you're actually naturally in tune with these energies. That a lot of the times when you hear these episodes, you're craving exactly what it is that the universe is giving you at that certain time. You're craving that need for intimacy and nurturing within your family life, within yourself. You're craving that need to get rid of judgments or get rid of that need for outward approval. There are so many things that are naturally swirling around you. And I'm, I'm noticing that as I get into this more and I educate myself a lot more within it, that a lot of these energies are what I'm craving too. So let me know how you feel about that. Reach out to me, magicmf.com. Um, if you'd like a tarot reading, of course, I do those as well. It's one of my favorite things to do. I coach a lot with the tarot because that guided imagery really does make a huge difference in the questions and the prompts and the answers that you gain. The answers you already know, of course, because tarot, divination, is just connecting to your divine self, you see. Uh, but I love using the imagery. I love helping people to see what they already know, but maybe need just a little bit of a push or uh, the reward of the vibrant and colorful energy imagery that they're receiving from the cards that their soul pulled, pretty much. Ah, tangent about tarot. Woo, I love it. Um, so another thing that I just wanted to talk about is this age of Aquarius that I mentioned earlier. I know deep, deep down, and I've been told many a time by my intuition that this podcast is 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 going to be big. It's going to be something that people are going to find and realize that they've needed yet didn't know they needed. So if this podcast is helping you in that way, I need to know. I love to know. I want to know. I want to connect with you because your energy and your collective is raising the vibe of all the collective. And when we come together as a community, when we come together and with intention, raise the vibration of our collective together by doing the same rituals, by the same moonlight, it really does create a cosmic connection between all of us that are doing it together. And that's what the Age of Aquarius is all about, is ushering in this paradigm shift of raising the vibration and the frequency of our collective. So within that, ladies, gentlemen, sisters, misters, all of my magical people, thank you so much. Thank you. It is my deepest gratitude and it is my deepest honor and pleasure to be bringing you this information, to be sharing these energies and these natural, abundant, prosperous, loving vibrations with you. If I can help you in any way on your journey, if I can help you with a tarot reading, just a, a, a quick connect, um, I, I truly would love to know who you are, where you're headed, and what I can do to support you for supporting me. Don't forget to reach out to me at magicmf.com, magicmoonphase at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. I love connecting, and I love knowing my Magic Moon Phase community. You are all beautiful light beings filled with vibrant color, and it is my truest, most deepest wish that you go and share that color and vibrant magnetism with everyone in your life, everyone on your path, in every place that you go. I see you, I feel you, I know you because I am you. Happy full moon in Cancer. I wish you light and love while looking at your shadows. Thank you for listening. Be on the lookout for Magical Moon Mountain Visualization episode. And of course, as always, go make some magic, motherfuckers.